Are you tired of feeling stuck in a cycle of scarcity, knowing deep down that you're destined for so much more? Do you yearn to elevate your wealth and manifest a life overflowing with abundance? Well, get ready to embark on a transformational journey because the free Money Mindset Workshop is back and better than ever. Mark your calendars for Friday, May the 31st at 6pm UK time, where we'll be diving into the secrets of unlocking all that prosperity. If you can't make it live, no worries. You'll still have access to the replay so you won't miss a single nugget of wisdom. So why should you join me for this life-changing free workshop? Firstly, we're going to shake off those limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that have been holding you back. It's time to break free and unleash the full potential of your money mindset. Then we'll be talking about manifesting wealth and success like never before. So say goodbye to just dreaming and hello to turning those dreams into tangible realities. And let's not forget about the cash flow because we're going to explore all the ways that money can flow into your life, enriching it beyond measure. Some of you might be wondering, does mindset really work? Absolutely. This workshop will serve as your guide and light, showing you how mindset shapes your reality and empowers you to actively pursue your goals. So whether you're a newbie to positive money mindset or a seasoned pro, this workshop is designed for you. If you're ready to see a significant transformation in your wealth and you're eager to embrace new techniques for inviting prosperity into your life, then you belong here. So what's on the agenda? We've got a 90-minute interactive session where we'll tackle those limiting beliefs head-on and uncover the abundance waiting to be embraced. Just imagine, instead of struggling, you could manifest money faster easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the 31st for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash workshop. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi 
everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Canny Crystals, the podcast. I hope that you're all well. Where is the bloody summer? I'm saying this because I'm recording this week's episode pushed up against my office window and it's absolutely lashing it down outside. And I'll also just quickly apologize too in case you can hear it. But I basically live on a building site with it being a new build estate and they're digging up the roads outside. So apologies for the beeping and the like noise um i'll try and edit it out as much as i can but i'm hardly calvin harris on the mix table so apologies in advance if you can still hear it in the final cut um but yeah this week i've got an amazing guest on the show so i'll let her introduce herself in a minute but she's a business coach she's a mentor she's a graphic designer she's a multiple business owner a huge believer in the law of attraction as well as being a practicing witch she holds her own monthly witch circles which I'm just dying to attend, by the way, because they look so much fun. So please give a very warm welcome to Gemma Wilson. Hi, Gemma. How are you? Hi, Matt. I'm great, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm very, very well. Thank you. Like I say, it's just a bit miserable here in Newcastle. I don't know what it's like down there in Wales. I don't know. I live in a church, so we have stained glass windows. So I literally have no idea what the weather is like. <laughs> I love that. That's the ultimate spiritual nexus, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's like being in a fortress. But I oh, bless you. I know I've just touched briefly on a few things there that you've accomplished and achieved over the last few years, but we have so much to unpack in this episode with you because you really are the woman who's done it all. Like, do you want to introduce yourself a bit more to the listeners out there and give a bit of an overview of what you do in a bit more detail than what I've just shared? Yeah, perfect. So um, my name's Jem. I am a coach and a mentor for women that are looking to um, build or grow their heart-centered business that sets their soul on fire. And um, you may not have heard of a heart-centered business before. It's basically based around your own values and adding value to the world. And that's something I'm really, really passionate about sharing. Um, And on top of that, I also run Vala, which is a plant-based energy gel um for endurance athletes and yeah my background is in advertising graphic design art direction for fashion and beauty I did that for well over 10 years (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was just going to touch on that I was saying like I knew from speaking to you previously that you were a graphic designer because that's how we first got talking wasn't it you you ordered some crystals from me about a year ago and you were like I love the aesthetics of your website and I love how like how clean it is and I was like oh my partner's a graphic designer and you were like you can tell you've worked with one. (laughs) Yeah I remember messaging you and saying I love that you actually sell crystals on your website and it's not a live sale. Yeah yeah I remember that as well because you were saying you find them quite monotonous don't you and a bit daunting and stuff yeah. Um, So what was it that made you take the leap from the corporate world and from graphic designing and to just basically go and do your own thing? Were you pushed because of the pandemic? or was it something that you kind of just did naturally and it was the natural next step for you? Yeah so um, I basically spent most of my career as a freelancer so I had a lot of freedom over how I worked but I would still go into an office to work so it was called being in-house so I technically acted like anyone else with a nine-to-five but I really wanted more freedom of time and I started to feel this pull to start a business that really embodied my passion for holistic healing and mindset work, spiritual work. And I was going more and more down this path through my own life experiences, really. And I didn't really know what business to do. I thought I would maybe 
train as a personal trainer or um, retrain as um, a naturopath or a dietitian. But uh, I just somehow threw all that aside and was like, oh, I'm just going to move to Australia. So I just moved to Australia um, on a whim, basically, in 2017. And then I met um, my boyfriend, uh, now boyfriend, a week after I got there. So I think that was like a big manifestation <laughs> inspired action result. And um yeah, then he started running marathons, got sick from taking those energy gels. And I had that light bulb moment then of, oh my gosh, this is what I can do. You know, I can actually run a business from scratch, do the branding and have it my way. Because a lot of the time I felt frustrated with sort of um, the rules that came with working in a nine to five. And I, that's just not how I work. I'm an empath and an introvert as well. So Working in an office is just was just a bit of a nightmare for me at times, and I always felt like the odd one out. So yeah, having that opportunity, then I I um, started Vala, and then through doing Vala, I was also still mentoring people, um, graphic designers that were younger than me. So I've got a big passion for mentoring in general, and started to get more people asking like, "How did you do your business? How you know? How did you do?" Um, the logistical side combined with the more energetic side and I'd say you know I've got a, a business vision board in my office I look at it every day and I'm like yeah cool let's get these gels to the Olympics and yeah. <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah so yeah the, the long and short is I, I basically wanted more freedom of time to to say how I live my life and it's amazing as well that you've been able to pass that on to so many other people as well through your business coaching as well. Because when I first started, obviously, I felt like I had no one around me. And I think you were like a bit of an, an angel in disguise. So I'd only been running Canny Crystals for, say, a month or so. You ordered from me and you just sent me so much like positive feedback on what was going well, whereas I was concentrating on all the negatives at that point in time. And I can just remember listening to your voice notes. And I remember like playing them for Johnny, for example. And I was like, listen to this Welsh girl, what she said about the website and how good it is and all this. And it really gave me such a buzz. And then I remember you sent me a link to your e your ebook, uh, which is on your website, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. It's £10, I think, normally. But you sent me it for free. And I was like, that is so kind. And it took me about three weeks to actually get into it and start reading it because I was just so busy at the time. But when I did, I was like, this is full of like useful knowledge that like everyone should read before they go into their own business. And that's something that I never had. So what was it that drew you to obviously passing that knowledge on to other people through business coaching? Was it just the fact that you thought this is what I didn't have or was it something else? Yeah, it was definitely a case of what I didn't have. And the whole reason I wrote the book during the lockdown was because well, I had loads of time on my hands. But also I would just get people asking, how do you do this? How do you do that? So it was actually a really simple way to consolidate it down, make it nice and easy and also help someone that is just starting out because nobody really tells you about trademarks, trademark oppositions get an accountant it's the best investment you'll ever make <laughs> and you know um all of these other things that you I I learned the hard way basically and I just don't want other people to learn the hard way so I have always had mentors in the past because I want to learn from their mistakes I don't want to make those mistakes I want the fast track so um yeah that's sort of what inspired me then to go into spiritual mentorship and 
I didn't really have a place to do that in Vala. Um, it's a sort of a completely different world. So that's what inspired me to then start a new account to get certified as a life coach and to, yeah, actually do it full time rather than just sort of, you know, cheering people on from the sidelines. Amazing. So you touched on there as well, like two facts that I didn't know about you. One, that you're an introvert because you really don't come across that way. (laughs) And the other, that you're an empath as well. And it's weird because I always say, whenever I do them quizzes online and things like that, it always comes up saying that I'm an introvert. Whereas when I'm with friends and things like that, they're always like, oh, you're really extroverted what you're on about. But I actually prefer my own space and like I am quite introverted when I'm in the house on my own I'm quite like reserved if that makes sense but I've mentioned in a past episode as well where I actually thought I was an empath but I've come to learn that it's clairsentience um because empaths obviously feel that don't they 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 feel what other people are feeling whereas clairsentience just know it's like this morning I knew my partner was peed off as soon as he set foot out of bed I just knew and he he hadn't had a good night's sleep and because because of that I knew that he was going to be like morning and moping around and things that's weird isn't it but being an empath surely that's draining on your energy as well and you mentioned there about uh working in an office environment I mean that that sh- that could be proper draining for you, was it? Yeah, I never realized it at the time. So I only started really finding out about this sort of energy work in my late 20s. And I so I wasn't really cleansing my energy. I knew that I liked to shower at the end of each day intuitively. <laughs> but then I, I learned afterwards showering is a way of cleansing your aura, you know, allowing that energy to ground down. And yeah, I would constantly get these sort of like ear and throat infections which now I look back and I think, hmm, was that from like a throat chakra, um, sort of like, you know, like a blockage there from not feeling like I was really expressing myself to my highest ability. So yeah, being an empath, I definitely say it has its benefits. Um, but I think once you have awareness, then you can sort of harness it and manage your energy in a way that feels empowering to you. 100%. And talking about being empowered and things like that, can we talk about your witch circles? Because I absolutely love the sound and the look of them. And I, I mentioned to you before, like, is this just for women? Because I really want to join one. And obviously, you do them face to face. And I was like, <laughs> should I drive to Wales just for this, like a couple of hours and things and just a surprise gem? Because I would really, really love to attend a face to face one. But you're obviously doing yeah. them online now as well, aren't you? Or you're looking to do them online on, at the very least. Yes. So I abs- absolutely love the sound and look at them so do you want to describe them to the listeners and talk about what happens in those witch circles yeah perfect and I would love to see you at a circle come and stay in the oh, I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah so basically the history of circles um women have always sat in circles but um during the time of the persecutions they were no longer allowed to gather in groups as it was seemed as um, deemed as being, uh, you know, witchcraft. And then they'd be punished for it. And um, obviously, during the witch trials, women were pitted against each other. For example, if you were deemed to be a witch, you um, would be spared if you could maybe name five other women in your village. Um And obviously, villages were really small back then. So you'd be naming your sister, your daughter, your grandmother, your neighbor. And that caused women to um, sort of turn against each other and cause, you know, the sisterhood wound 
what is now known um, as the witch wound, which is a term that's been coined by Kimberly Jones. She's amazing. I would highly recommend looking her up. And so, yeah, sadly, as a result of the persecutions, then our sort of sense of coming together, sitting in circle, taking time to share and listen to each other has been lost over the centuries, which, you know, has had a huge impact on us and is something that when we come together in circle, we can help to heal. And so in my own circles, I see women laughing. I see them sharing about their wins and fears. Things about crystals. Last time we were actually talking about what do you do if you break a crystal? Do you bury uh, yeah. it? One of my friends said she super glued it back together. <laughs> so we laugh about that. <laughs> and so it's all like, yeah, it's very, it's about just like embracing womanhood and sisterhood. And um, yeah, we cover all the different clair senses last time. So each time I tend to do a theme because I love a theme. So we've done, yeah, healing. Um, healing the witch wound and talking about Kimberly's work and um, we've done a full moon temple how to work with the cycles the last one we did was an angelic realm how to connect with your angels and more than anything it's just this really um, lovely space to come together that's free from judgment and as someone who maybe is at the beginning of this spiritual journey sometimes it can feel quite lonely quite isolating because you don't know what you know where to start who to speak to what to believe and so having that opportunity to come together that's something that's really important for me so how are you planning to take that online then is this going to be like a a one-off masterclass for a couple of hours where it's like a live stream event or is it something um you know like a facebook live or something like that how are you planning to do it yeah, I think it would probably be more like a Zoom. So that's the thing that when they're in circle, I can do the extra touches like make um, cacao. Yeah. Everyone gets a dream pouch with a corresponding crystal in. So um, we'd have like a, a dream pouch with a crystal and a herbal tea and then an affirmation for that month um so yeah just trying to figure that out how to bring that online and um the first half tends to be more like learning practical advice and then the second half tends to be more like um a guided meditation then and journal prompts and then tapping in connecting with your higher self oh you've sold it for me I'm coming (laughs) (laughs) so is um being a witch something that you've always thought you were and you've not just explored it or is it something that you've kind of been passed down generationally from uh like other matriarchs within your family yeah so this is something my sister and I talk about a lot so my we think my mom is like a secret low-key witch but she doesn't want to um what's the word express that or tap into it she's been told she has psychic abilities witch abilities not interested so my sister and I always thought everyone else thought like this we thought everyone else could read the room could feel the emotions could suss people out and it was only actually when I met my partner that I was like you don't think like this (laughs) (laughs) is this not like how everyone thinks and he's like no um so yeah 
I wasn't brought up, you know, with a generational historical witchcraft, but um, living in Wales and having uh, like half Scottish blood, there's obviously huge, huge um, communities of witches. And um, we even have a place in Wales called Combrach, which is Valley of the Witches. So um, it's a big history of the craft here. It's something I've always connected with. I've always loved death ever since I was a child, been fascinated by it. My goal as like an eight-year-old was to visit a graveyard. Um, <laughs> so I had these sort of strange fascinations with, yeah, Halloween. And I just never thought anything of it. But I think because I didn't have um, like a book of shadows or I didn't have a wand or, you know, all these other like classically yeah. witchy things. I never thought, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a witch. Like, I guess just, I like witchy things. But then the more informed I got about what actually a witch is, she's somebody that works with energy. So even if you manifest, that is similar to spell work. You're manipulating energy for the greater good, for a result. And yeah, working with herbs, having a love of animals and affinity with animals, loving um, nature, the cycles of nature, the moon, all of these things, I started to realize, oh my gosh, actually, I feel really connected to that. And I am a witch. And that was something I wanted to embrace. And I remember saying to my mum, oh, I guess I'm like a witch. And she's like, you're not a witch. <laughs> Yeah, I am. <laughs> and so just having these conversations and now everyone's just like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's fine. And I think to a lot of people, they only know the hocus pocus Sabrina witches where they yeah. put cauldrons and it's it gets to be so much more simple than that. I was going to say, I think it's a lot more socially acceptable to say that you're a witch these days as well, especially because there's no more persecutions and things. But as well as that, like I've mentioned in past episodes as well about how it's so similar to manifesting and things, because it is literally putting your intentions out there to the universe. It's just like prayer. Do you know what I mean? Like people used to. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Persecute witches, but then Christians could pray to a god. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought, well, that's the same kind of concept, isn't it? And a lot of what you've just said resonated for me because I guess for me, I grew up being attracted to Wicca and paganism, probably more so Wicca uh, in my teen years and being so fascinated by things. And in a way, 
I guess I've always thought that there has to be more to the universe and more to life in general. And even last week when I put a video on Instagram of what I do on the first of each month, blowing cinnamon over my house threshold, I think you commented, didn't you? And you said something like, oh, this is very witchy. I love it. And it made us realize that I do these little everyday witchcraft practices without even thinking about it all the time. So I'd just like to ask you as well. So what has been that most standout moment in your life where you've suddenly had a moment of realization that there is actually more to life? Was it becoming a witch? And obviously accepting your witchcraft ways or was it something that you've manifested in the past what was it that's made you realize that there's more life yeah I think one of the most recent things I can think of is what I've mentioned about um manifesting my partner and I tell people and they're like that has to be fate there's no way that couldn't have been fate the fact that you moved to another country you met this person a week after you got there. He wasn't even supposed to go to this barbecue that my flatmate's friend was holding. And yeah, I would I was working on visualizing, yeah, like a life partner, manifesting something that I could enjoy life with. And I look back and I think, yeah, that's probably one of my best manifestations because I used to write, <laughs> sounds really funny, but I tell everyone to do it. I used to write a list of like, what is my ideal partner like what do they do um what what are their values and I had it stuck on the back of my door and I would look at that every day and you know it's kind of like an affirmation I suppose that's seeping into your mind and then you're subconsciously attracting that towards you and he had most of those things on the list so amazing obviously worked. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, when I spoke about uh, manifesting on the podcast in the past, we've spoke about limiting beliefs and having these blocks and resistance and things like that. And when you've got that friction and resistance, you find it right really hard to manifest. So how did you overcome your limiting beliefs? Because I know, obviously, it's a catch 22, isn't it? So the first time you hear about manifesting, you tend to be so open to the idea, and you're unattached to those blocks that you can just manifest without any issue. And it tends to be the first time that someone tries to manifest, they do it within minutes. But the more you give it that thought, the more resistance you feel into it and the harder it then becomes. So how have you overcome your limiting beliefs to manifest? Yeah, I would always say to start small. And, you know, I think it's like the secret or something. They talk about manifest the coffee. But that is a good piece of advice. Like if you want to manifest £10,000 in your business, start with £1,000. Start with what feels safe in your body and that you can get behind. And I have plenty of limiting beliefs that come up every day. And I do choose to have empowering beliefs, you know, to replace them with. Or, you know, I question it and go like, you know, why are you coming up? I know you're trying to keep me safe. So, for example, I am not a natural public speaker. I it terrifies me um but it's something that holding a sister circle I knew if I want to hold a sister circle I have to sit in front of like up to 10 women and talk without a script not flub my words and so I was like right what can I do to work through this and so one of my favorite phrases is fear and growth cannot coexist. Love that. So you cannot be, you know, yeah, simultaneously afraid and growing. If you want to go after your dreams, do something you've never done before, it is going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. But I would say try to find something to help support you. So for example, 
public speaking is not my jam, but I want to do it. I want to get better at it because it allows me to serve my clients better, allows me to hold bigger workshops. So I found um, this amazing lady called Charlotte. She runs a workshop called Body Breath Voice, Mm -hmm. which is in Cardiff and Swansea. And that's all about learning how to um, speak as yourself confidently and using different techniques, breathing techniques. So she's a yoga instructor as well. So really finding someone that connects with you to help you move through it, whether that's a coach, a mentor or somebody like I just mentioned, like Charlotte. I love that as well. Um, Because I think obviously when you find that community spirit as well, and you find those like-minded people, you find, I don't know, you find your spirituality a lot easier to explore I know since obviously I've been doing the podcast I get loads of messages week after week about people saying oh thank you for bringing this up and next week can you talk about this for example and even though I'm half the time just speaking to a wall and this microphone just sat here and it seems like nobody's listening it's nice the messages that you get afterwards isn't it and it's just that community spirit and things like that have you ever thought about doing a podcast yourself because honestly I'm loving this episode so far and I'm just thinking like you've got so much wisdom and so much knowledge it it would be a shame to like not share that with the world. Yeah, I have a few people ask would I do a podcast, but I think I think I would love for you to do like a witchcraft podcast or something and do like different practices each week. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's the thing. I I was talking to someone about this the other day and I was saying sometimes you don't realise how much you know until you speak to somebody else that's maybe just at the beginning or is just skipping their toe and yeah, I really want to find out what my purpose for doing a podcast is, like what my intention is. Is it something that I can serve my Vala community with as well? Um, or is it something that is purely spiritual? Because I have, yeah, like you said, such an amazing community of people around naturopaths, um, people that help with public speaking, yoga practitioners, um all these different incredible people in my life that I would love to share their stories as well. Even, you know, someone like you and your journey is so fascinating to me. So maybe in the future, I'll think (laughs) about it. (laughs) I really look forward to it, seriously. So Gemma, you seem like you've done it all. Like, so where are you hoping that all of this leads? Like what's on your vision board for the next five years? Are you thinking more spiritual path or are you thinking you're going to expand Vala further and stay in like this, uh, was it the sports nutrition kind of side of things? Where do you see yourself in five years time? Yeah, people ask me this question and I always say, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> Give me an answer. <laughs> that I want to do, but I, I'm never like this has to happen by this day. I think at, the older I get, the more passionate I become about how I want to feel rather than what I want to do. So I want to feel more free. I want to have freedom of time. I want to serve more people and help more people and make, a, you know, grow two profitable businesses in a way that feels fun and aligned and breaks the rules. And, you know, shouldn't you shouldn't be able to do it, but because you believe and because you see things differently, that makes it possible. So... Things I would like to achieve. Yeah, I'd love to grow my community, maybe do more in-person events for Vala. We're actually doing a second birthday run because we launched in the middle of COVID. I just hardly met anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's really nice. I'm, I'm such an advocate for community and the joy that community can bring and 
having an ongoing connection with your customers, with your clients, seeing the growth. I still have clients that I message now and I'm like, I just saw you did this. I'm so proud of you. And, you know, I, I don't work with them anymore, but I'm still invested in them. I still care. Um, so yeah, growing community probably is the biggest one. Amazing. And I mean, like I say, like you've just mentioned there, sorry, Vala turned two as well. Like, how did you celebrate that? Like two years, that's absolutely amazing for you to launch during the pandemic and for it to be as successful as, as it has been. I mean, I've even had the sachets myself. I took a run in. Well, I say running, it was more like a a light jog (laughs) Um, about (laughs) September, October last year. But they really, really helped me. And I mean, when I saw that there was dates on them, I was like, "Mm, I'm not too keen on the date flavor. However, once I tasted them, I was like, these are bloody lovely. They were literally like that just boost of energy. And they are all made with natural ingredients as well, aren't they? And are they vegan, did you say? Yeah, vegan, 100%. Yeah, so I mean, like where else can you get a vegan sports like supplement like that that gives you that little boost of energy for going out for your run i absolutely love them i've still got a couple left actually because obviously when the cold weather came in they just went back in the draw and i'll save them for next year (laughs) but obviously vala turned two how on earth have you managed to make it so successful during the pandemic was did you think that that was kind of a blessing in disguise with it being online or do you think it would have been harder for you if you'd had to done it face to face and things weren't as online as they are now? Yeah, so I would, yeah, go back to community. So the one benefit of being forced to go online um, was that we managed to build community in a way that felt really authentic. And if somebody bought, they would message on you know Instagram and I could have a dialogue with them, find out what they loved. And then as clubs started opening back up runs these people would say oh can I have a box for my club can I take some on you know my club run and then just spread word of mouth I'm a big believer in sustainable growth and I always encourage that I you know I'm a firm believer there's no shortcut to success if you want to build sustainable success in a way that feels really authentic then it is a journey to it and it's something I still maintain now that um I still message people I still maintain those connections um and that's really really important so what I'll do also Gem I will pop all of the links to Vala and your witch circles and everything like that on uh, the show notes below this so if anyone is interested they can just click on the link and get straight to it and get connecting with Gem she's got loads on her website and you can read all of her about her story and things like that it's absolutely amazing so one thing I just like to end my podcast interviews on is just with a, a bit of a simple question Gem so what advice would you give your teenage self so someone who's just coming into their own mind and starting to learn all about things mindset and energy and law of attraction and witchcraft and all that jazz what advice would you give your teenage self I would say you can only join the dots when you look back and that it's never too late to change your mindset to create new habits neuroplasticity is an amazing amazing thing the fact that we can have new thoughts and create new feelings in our body it's never too late to live this life that you want to live no matter how old you think you are I was 30 I moved back into my parents to start a business I didn't even have money for a car (laughs) so it's so easy I think to look at people sometimes from the outside and you know you said like Vala was so successful it's done this but you don't see what's going on in their 
own life you don't see the behind the scenes it's so easy just to see the highlight reel and be like whoa boss in it (laughs) but what these people are doing to get there and that's not just me that's like so so many founders and entrepreneurs I know as well but I'd always say everything happens for a reason which sounds cliche my mum always used to say to me ride with the tide like just go with it sometimes like you know and that's kind of the law of attraction the more you resist it persists as um, Carl Jung says Um, (laughs) yeah just just embrace the ride and accept that these things are happening for you and you can yeah look back and see how and why they happened I was going to say I think something I've learned as of late is that everything works out in the end you might not know the reason and why it's happening but there's always some kind of reasoning behind it and you look back in a few weeks time and you think that's why that happened oh that's why this happened and something I'm working through at the minute as well is dealing with I'm still learning to deal with the grief of my granddad's death from July 2019 which is three years ago it's three years next month and it's almost like the death was a gift and I was listening to a podcast the other day and they mentioned that when someone dies, it tends to be a gift because it pushes you and spurs you and gives you that energy and that drive to go on and do something further. And if it wasn't for my granddad dying, I wouldn't have ended up in the job that I was in that sent me to Liverpool where I met the girl who was doing crystals and I wouldn't have gone to crystal healing. And it spiraled from there. And it's only the last couple of months where I've actually started like clicking and thinking my granddad's death was his gift to me. None of this would have been here if he hadn't have died. And I know that's a bit of a weird thing to say, but it totally fits in and everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I just had shivers when you said that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to hold back the tears here. I'm like, <laughs> No, yeah, that's the thing. It's looking for the beauty and the meaning and the lesson in everything, I think. Definitely. And seeing that, yeah. Definitely. Well, Gem, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you. It's been lovely to actually have this video call as well, because I've never actually had this video call with you. We've just always had the two, the one-way chat, haven't we? Uh, but it's been an absolute pleasure. And to anyone else that is interested in business coaching, mindset, manifestation, which circles, I'll pop all of Gem's details in the show notes for today's episode. So Gem, thank you so, so much for sharing your story and your wisdom with us all. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. No problem at all. And thank you all so much for joining once again. And I'll see you all next Friday for another episode of Canny Crystals, the podcast. Have a super lush weekend, everyone. Whatever it is that you're getting up to, let's pray this weather gets better. See you all soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.